This is episode 12 of Spiritual AF with Pixie Rose, the podcast for people going on their spiritual journey, knowing that we are spiritual beings having a human experience. Welcome to Spiritual AF, the podcast. I'm Pixie Rose. And in today's episode, I wanted to explore intuition and how to trust your own intuition. I feel like right now in the world, what's happening is the things that we're being exposed to within the media and from the government is going completely against our intuition. So therefore, it's even more important to come back to your intuition and learn how to trust your intuition. So my business is Pixie Steps and I've been doing this intuitive work for about three years now. So I do psychic readings, mediumship readings, but my favorite thing to do is connect people to their soul. The way I do this is I communicate with your soul, your guides and anyone else who might be helping on this journey in this lifetime. I get information about your past lives And this acts as a type of soul retrieval. When you remember the parts of yourself, then it it is easier to connect with your higher self. Some people don't always want to use their own intuition. And some people just don't trust their intuition. Some people's intuition is innate, that they don't even think about it. This can also be called their subconscious or their higher self. The connection is so strong, they don't even realize it. They just know. So these are people that have a strong claircognizance. Other people might work a little bit harder to understand what is their intuition. They want to understand where they're being guided. These people fall off the path so they can have that validation to come back onto their path. Sometimes all they need is a bit of validation. Other people are so disconnected from their intuition that they almost do the opposite to what their intuition is telling them. These are people that make a lot of bad choices. They have a lot of lessons to learn. Collectively, we are learning the lesson to trust our intuition. We've been given circumstances in the 3D where policies and mandated requirements are completely going against our intuition. This is a test in a way. Are you going to continue to ignore your intuition or are you going to fight for it? For me personally, this has been a lesson for me to learn over many lifetimes. It's a repeated lesson in the lifetimes that I have lived and the lifetimes that I have explored through past life regression. And I believe this lifetime, I have finally learnt that lesson. And now it's impossible for me to go against my intuition. Going against my intuition feels like a lie. And I physically cannot lie. I've tried. I used to to just try and lie about silly things. And I just just laugh about it because I'm like, what am I doing? Ever since I was 12 years old, I learned how to harness my intuition. I did this by using tarot cards. Tarot cards are just a tool 
just like a pendulum and any other form of intuitive tools that you come across. But it's my intuition coming through the cards. The form that you focus on using your intuition may be different. It may be cards, it may be meditation, it may be using a pendulum, it may be asking for signs. There's, there's so many different things that you might feel called to using to help harness that intuition. There may be a particular way that your intuition may speak to you. This may be through the empath ability. It may be through energy, clairvoyance, clairaudience, mediumship, psychic abilities. We each have very different strengths. And I've been working on mastering all of these ways to communicate with my intuition. But I definitely have my strengths. My empath abilities and mediumship. So when I say mediumship, it's not necessarily always having that face-to-face communication with spirits, but I say mediumship in the sense of working with the past information. And I also work with my fairy guides. So this information will come through the strongest for me. The way I use my intuition is different to many other psychics. I meditate on the energy of your name mostly. I'm very connected to the Akashic Records And then I use eight different decks of cards to get as much information as I can. Using your intuition can be as simple or as involved as you like. But I do believe there are a few aspects that really help us. And if you are in the middle or bottom category of your intuition connectedness, you may need some validation or tools. So earlier this year, I created my own intuitive online course to share all this information that I have learned over the last few years. One of the reasons why I did this is because so many people that were coming to me, one of the main messages that I was getting was that they are very intuitive people themselves and they just need to learn how to validate that that intuitive messages that are coming through. And often when I'd say this, people would say like, how, how do I start using these intuitive abilities? Like other psychics have told me this, or I feel it within myself, but I just don't know how to, how do I start doing this? So I created this online course and it was, it was amazing. I covered a lot in only six weeks because partly because this is my, that was my first ever course that I ran. So again, it was a bit of a learning lesson for me but originally I did six weeks and I did a whole bunch of topics I think maybe even like 22 topics in six weeks it was a bit (laughs) bit much so after the feedback from finishing that course I have split that course into two so a beginner's course and an intermediate course and I am about to relaunch the beginner's course So this is a live course that will go over 10 weeks. So first, before I launch this course, I'm hosting a free empath webinar. And in this webinar, this is for anybody who it's 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 designed for the untrained empath. 
So anybody who may have recently woken up to these empathic abilities, and I've had many, many messages from people who are experiencing a lot of their distress is coming from the collective. And often what I tell people is that they are a very powerful empath and they are feeling the collective stress and feeling it as if it was their own. So a lot of people feel like being an empath can be a real curse. But my empathic gifts are one of the strongest gifts that I use in my own readings with people. So I believe that empathic gift is very, very strong and powerful. And I have found a way to to truly harness this gift and not live like it's a curse that I have that I need to numb or block off. I know how to switch it on and switch it off and I know how to utilize it. And that's what I want to teach people in this free online webinar that will be hosted through Zoom. I will post the Facebook event in the show notes as well as my email address if you're not on Facebook and I can send you the link directly. So that empath webinar course, it'll just be one hour, 9 a.m., on the 28th and as I mentioned in that free webinar you will get a taste of of how you can start really harnessing this empathic gift and then following from that webinar on the 5th of October I'll be launching my discover your intuition 10-week beginners course so this is designed for people that feel like they may be at the start of their spiritual journey. So these are people that may have just woken up this year or experienced some kind of spiritual awakening this year or recently. This is for people that don't meditate, that don't know anything about their spirit guides, that don't know anything about chakras. So everything that we cover in this course over 10 weeks will really, really set you up to start tuning into your own intuition because the way that I see it is our intuition can be very, very blocked. As I mentioned at the start of this episode, right now especially, we are just completely bombarding, being bombarded with things that are just blocking our intuition and it's confusing everybody even myself like it feels like a roller coaster this year with what we've been going through it's just up and down up and down and and it's so difficult to just try and stay on this path of of light and love and understand that you know we're going through stuff as well and you know we're human and we're having a true human experience and honoring our feelings like there's so much involved in it But if you come back to these 10 topics, you won't be confused. So that's what I've done is is the the 10 topics I actually covered in like the first week of the course originally when I did it. So as you can imagine, it would have been a very full on week for some people in my course. But this time we are going to have one topic per week. And really, really unpack it and really dive into it. And part of what you want to create here in doing this course is creating spiritual practices for yourself. So in week one, we'll be covering covering mindfulness. 
This topic will be hosted by my good friend Z, who was on the podcast last week. So for anyone who doesn't know what mindfulness is, it's about taking that first step into consciousness. It's about becoming incredibly mindful and aware of the present moment. And it's being mindful in every action that you do. So again, the world that we're living in, this Western world, it's almost like being a multitasker is celebrated. And again, that goes completely against our intuition because our intuition tells us that we need to just focus on one thing at a time and be fully present with that one thing at a time. So Z is going to explore mindfulness with you within the first week. So within the within this course, you will have access to one live call on Zoom per week, as well as, you know, a time to provide questions and answers or ask questions and receive answers for anything that you might want to or for anything that isn't fully comprehending for you. You will also receive written up content in your email and you will also receive a beautiful pdf of soul work which is like a workbook that you can take your time working through over the 10 weeks so it will have different questions to help ensure that you're understanding the content that's been presented to you as well as having access to a private facebook group and we will be sharing more information on there, posting every day in there for you around the topics being presented in the week. It will also give you a chance to connect with other like-minded people, as well as share anything that you might feel like you have to offer as well. It's completely open space, that Facebook group. So then in week two, I cover meditation with you and as Anybody who's been listening to this podcast for a little while knows that I'm very big on meditation and and I know that there are people out there that can receive intuitive information without meditating. But the way that I see it, when I read other people, I know when they meditate or when they don't. And what I find with people that don't meditate is their mind feels messy. Okay, so if you're not taking moments to be mindful and you're not taking space to meditate and clear your mind it feels like it just stays in there and it's it's quite hard to for me even to get a clear message through that messy mind so I believe that meditation is really really beneficial and so we will go through creating meditation practices over in week two in week three is all about clearing your energy everything is energy we are all energy and especially when you're an empath and part of that trait as an empath and especially the unprotected empath is to soak up energy, right? Like when you read people's energy, if you're not protected, then you're going to just soak up their energy. I think I might have mentioned in my story when I was told that I was an empath I went and had a psychic reading and she she tried to clear my energy so that she could read me and she she found it very difficult because I was just soaking up everybody's energy that I was coming across and this was completely draining me. I was just so exhausted 
I felt and probably looked like a crazy person because I was just feeling so much and had no idea why. So this is very, very important for anyone to do, for anybody doing energy work, clearing your energy is something that you learn, you need to learn how to do, okay? It's going to be different for everybody. So it's not as simple as like, this is how you clear your energy. So in the week, we'll explore, you know, you'll, you'll get to know yourself a bit more and you'll get to know like how, if you are like a little energetic magnet, like I am, and just soak up everyone else's energy around you, or you may be very naturally protected. So it might be very natural for you to clear your own energy. We'll go through different ways to clear your energy because for some people, like for example, the way that I clear my energy is I have a beautiful shower at the end of my day. So I finish my psychic work and then I switch off my psychic and empathic abilities in the shower. And it's kind of like a meditative practice in that shower. And I just imagine this golden light just washing away everything, anything that's not mine and and I just find a lot of peace in doing that. But for other people that I've done readings for, I'll be told that water is like an a like intuitive booster for them. They have showers and that's where they get switched on. That's where all of their psychic and intuitive information comes through to them. So, you know, it's not like a one size fits all. So that's why we'll explore that in week three. In week four, we talk about grounding your energy. So I don't know if I've really gone through this much in the podcast yet. So again, like this is going to be different for everybody. My partner Hayden is a very naturally grounded person. So he doesn't necessarily need a grounding practice because he just does that naturally. And, and also sometimes he's a little bit too grounded. So sometimes it's very hard to, for him to get moving and get doing anything (laughs) so he's just you know just so grounded and just you know in the present moment whereas I'm like the complete opposite so because I work with the fairies of course my energy is very high it's very in that air element so I'm often described as like a really airy person in the sense of um it's, I'm just not very grounded. Like I've just, my head is up in the clouds. I'm not in really in the present moment. You know, it's harder for me to be in that present moment of it's something I've got to be more conscious about. So I need to consciously ground my energy every day because one of the reasons why grounding your energy is so important is it helps you function. Okay. So I've definitely you know, really struggled with like that 3D functioning, like getting things done as you're meant to, you know. (laughs) Grounding is also really important for when you're working with those higher energies. So this is something that I've been really appreciative of and it's, it's partly why I haven't been able to access higher energies until now, until Hayden has come into my life because he naturally grounds me. Just being around him just grounds me. So if you're working with higher energies and you're ungrounded, that's when it looks like mental health issues, is you're not grounding your energy. If you're experiencing any sort of psychosis, any delusions, any paranoia, anything that looks like mental health, it means that you are more connected to those higher realms rather than being connected 
to this earth. So it's very, very important for everyone to ground themselves. So then in week five, we go into protecting your energy. So again, this is going to be different for everybody. So you'll really get to know yourself and get to know, are you very naturally protective of your energy? Do you have spirit guides around you that are naturally protecting you? These people that are very protected, it, it's actually harder to read them, you know, because there's these, these energies around them that is sort of blocking them in a way. Or are you just like this open slather? Are you just like this little conductor for negative energies? Because if you're not putting protection up, you're more likely to have experiences with negative people, negative entities, that sort of thing. In week six, I cover chakras. So chakras is something that you will always receive information from my readings. I'm very big about balancing the chakras. And I realized recently in connecting with the beautiful people that I did in Egypt, that part of our mission as a group was helping humanity raise to the rainbow light body. So that's moving to 5D. You can't do this if you have imbalances in your chakras. It's important to be balanced. Okay, so we have seven major chakras and we'll go through each of them throughout the week focusing on one chakra on each day of the week you will see you will see if you are naturally imbalanced in some chakras over others so for me I was always imbalanced in my root chakra and my throat chakra so this is something that I had to repeatedly do every week was continue to balance my root chakra and my throat chakra but the thing about chakras is that they're they're attached to emotional problems so if you're not sort of fixing or getting complete with those emotional issues that you have then you're going to continue to have those imbalances so my root chakra was very balanced because I was not connected to my family so until I did landmark which I'm going to do a whole episode on landmark but that that helped me get complete with my mum and my family and now my root chakra is awesome (laughs) the other one was my throat chakra and what would happen is I literally would lose my voice I wouldn't be sick I would just lose my voice like my throat wouldn't even hurt I just wouldn't even be able to talk and that's partly because I just wasn't speaking my truth for a long time And it's really hard to speak your truth, but it's going to impact you if you don't. So, so we go through chakras in week six and then week seven is connecting to your higher self. Now that we've really focused on mindfulness, meditation, clearing, grounding, protecting chakras, like that's, that's getting you to have a clear slate, right? It's helping become a clear channel, to receive these in, these intuitive messages. So once you've done all those things, then you're going to have a clearer access to that to your higher self. So in that week, we'll go through what makes you your higher self, what connects you to your higher self. Again, this is going to be very unique to different people because we are all different. We're designed to be different. And I'll teach you how to distinguish your higher self, your ego, your consciousness. We go through all of that in week seven. 
in week eight, I've got Michelle coming on board. So I haven't introduced you guys to Michelle on the podcast. I'm sure you've heard lots about her. And if you've seen any of my events on Facebook or my YouTube channel, you'll you'll see Michelle there. But Michelle is going through spirit guides. So what Michelle will do is she is going to teach you how to create a a spirit map and and how to distinguish who your spirit guides are and what they've what they're there to help you with okay we have different spirit guides for different things um you know i think even dolores cannon used to used to say that everyone has one spirit guide i believe we have six i believe where that evolved now that we've we've got six guides helping us so four of mine are fairies and then one is like my feminine guide and I've been connecting more and more with that feminine guide and I actually believe it's my future self that is my guide right now. And then my masculine guide is actually an indigenous man and he's like my protecting guide and he's he, he doesn't generally speak to me. He's just there silently protecting, you know. So everyone has different spirit guides. So Michelle's going to go through lots of different things around spirit guides and getting you meeting at least one, maybe all of them. In week nine, Hayden is going to come on board and do the pendulum topic. So Hayden is going to teach you how to use your pendulum as a tool to connect with your intuition. Also how to use your, your own body as a pendulum. So this was definitely a very popular topic in the last time I ran this course because often spiritual people, you know, we go to shops, buy things, and then we don't know how to use them. <laughs> I myself have had pendulums just sitting there and never used them. So Hayden shows you all the different things that you can use with your pendulum that you can connect to. He shows you how calcified your pineal gland is. He, you can check in with your chakras using your pendulum. Like there's so many different things that you can use your pendulum for. And he'll go through all of that in week nine. And then in week 10, we go through the empathic abilities. So this will be very similar to the free empath webinar that I'm hosting on the 28th I believe but into further detail and I will I will be teaching you how to actually start utilizing these empathic gifts so what you can actually do with them you know how you can start reading people using these empathic gifts and what I believe within the empathic abilities is tuning into those empathic gifts is a gateway to telepathy so if that's something that you're interested in is enhancing any telepathic abilities and and honestly I feel like I'm there so when I'm around people sometimes I think that they're my own thoughts and because my throat chakra is very activated now I will just say what's coming into my mind and people will respond with, I was literally just thinking that. <laughs> so I'm like, there's not, even, I'm like, oh, so that wasn't my thought that that was yours. <laughs> so, so yeah, I do believe that the stronger you, you enhance that empathic ability, you will soon be able to start reading people's minds. So that's kind of cool. <laughs> 
And also, you know, a lot of these other dimensions, they don't need language like we do. They don't have problems like we do in terms of lying or anything like that. It's because they, they're a higher dimension than we are and they, they, they communicate telepathically. So that's what we're moving towards. So if that's something that you're interested in, I highly recommend you checking out the empath webinar and really honing in on those empathic abilities because they are so powerful. I love to <laughs> relate this to Mantis from Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and her power is amazing. So I actually believe that there are three levels of, of empaths in the world. So the first one is the untrained empath and then the messy person that looks crazy, that is feeling everyone else's energy and has no idea about it. Or the next thing that they do is they just try and numb themselves and they they just don't try and feel anything, which is not living. Um, yeah. And then the second type of empath is is the reader. So you are able to tune into other people into other people's feelings and this is not like realizing that someone's sad you know this is like oh yep I, I I can relate to you empathetically because I can see that you're sad and I know sadness myself from my own experiences this is that is not being an empath okay everyone that isn't a sociopath has empathy okay that's not what we're talking about here this is when you walk into a room and you can feel the tension in the air because the couple has just had a big fight but they're all smiles and they're all like pretending that everything's fine but you can feel that they just had a, a bit of a thing happening or when you say hey how are you going to someone that you love and they smile and they look fine and they say that they're fine but you can feel that they are not okay okay this is when you meet someone and you instantly know you cannot trust them. There is something about their energy that is just off-putting. And even though they are so nice and lovely to you, and on the surface it appears like there's nothing wrong with them, they're not rude, they're very polite, your gut just tells you, do not trust them. This is that empath ability. You are able to read people. You can, you, you almost can feel their whole life, like you understand their whole life. And I used to get this a lot when I worked in mental health, you know, like I, I really wouldn't have to spend much time with a client and I just knew their whole life story without them telling me and I felt like I knew how to help them. And also being an empath, intuitively other people feel that within you, even if they don't think that they're an intuitive person People will know that they can trust you and they'll just tell you things. So these, if you're an empath, you'll go to the supermarket and the, you know, the person serving you will just, just word vomit their whole, like all their problems to you. And you're like, oh, wow, I'm just buying groceries. Okay. <laughs> but it's because they can feel that you are safe. Okay. It's, it's very, very powerful to be an empath. The third level of empath, I'm starting to see more and more, which is very exciting. So these are people that can actually, like, like Mantis from Guardians of the Galaxy 2, 
they can actually shift people's energy they can they can shift the room so these are people that are often called the life of the party they come in and the party might have been boring beforehand and these people come in and suddenly everyone's happy and everyone's having fun energy vampires are actually another type of empath but they are not i don't believe that they're conscious about what they're doing i don't believe that they then they're, they're so disconnected to source that they can't source their own energy so they suck it and drain it from other people but that's something that they need to become conscious of obviously so you know energy vampires are a whole like other kettle of fish but they they are a type of empath in a way and those energy vampires are very very drawn to that third level of of empath because that third level is so connected to source energy that they are just almost never tired so these are the people that you know when when you're feeling sad you just you just can't seem to feel sad for too long around them and it's because they're giving, they're sharing their energy with you and they're lifting you up. So they can literally lift you up anytime. And then the energy vampires will bring you back down. <laughs> so, but obviously if you're protecting yourself energetically, then you won't have any issues with energy vampires. So again, super, super important for empaths to do this, this course. Okay. If you don't, if this is all new information for you, I promise you, you will get so much from this course. And even though it was a little bit overwhelming for some people last time I ran it, I got so much wonderful feedback. Um, the stuff that we covered in that first week was was quite life-changing for a lot of people. And I'll be definitely sharing all of those testimonials on my Instagram and my Facebook. So be sure to be following me over there. And I love hearing from you guys. So please let me know if this episode was helpful at all. I'd love to hear from you. And also I'd love to connect with you and go through this course with you. I promise you, you will love it. So I'm, I'm only charging $190 for the whole 10 weeks. So that is a very, very special price next time I run it it's it's going to be more so definitely get in while it's so cheap while I'm able to run it live and I can't wait to connect with you don't forget to subscribe to this podcast for more interdimensional conversations on all things life death and everything in between and don't forget if your wings have been clipped off they can always regrow